Hello, everybody. This is Gerald Salente, and it's Trends This Week on Progressive Radio Network. And it's so important to support Progressive Radio Network because censorship is the American way. That's right. You got to do what they say, or else that's misinformation. Look what the you know the look at the cover of um, this week's trends journal that just went out to our subscribers last night. It's a weekly, and there's no magazine like it in the world. It gives you trends analysis and trend forecasts. Nobody does that. And the cover reads. Did you hear about Tucker Carlson? And it shows two soldiers in a blown up city. That was the news. Tucker Carlson got fired. Like Tucker Carlson, hate Tucker Carlson, not the issue. That was the news. Now think about this. Think about it. One guy, one guy in the entire mainstream media, not repeating what 99.99999% of the other ones say, and he's thrown out. Again, one guy that's not repeating the mainstream line, you're out of here. So when I say to do everything you can to support Progressive Radio Network, it's so important because censorship is the American way. Look what happened with the COVID war. If you questioned anything about it, it was misinformation, which by the way, I find sexist. We should not call it misinformation. Let's call it transinformation. Because we, we have to be stupid about everything. So Progressive Radio Network is giving you a variety of news and information and analysis that no, very, very, you're not going to find hardly anywhere else. Particularly when it comes to health and well-being. And on that level, we're having a Make America Healthy Again Peace and Freedom Rally up here in Kingston, New York on May 27th, starting at 1 p.m. And Gary Knowles going to be one of the primary speakers there. And others will be coming. So do what you can to make it because we're doing everything we can to bring freedom, peace, and justice in every way we can. And when we talk about make America healthy again, it's getting healthy physically, emotionally, spiritually, mentally. And that's what this is about. Getting in the best shape you can because you're in the fight for your life. So remember, May 27th at the Four Corners of Freedom in Kingston, New York, John and Crown Street. 
And you can go to Occupy Peace for more information as well. 1 p.m. So going back to what's going on and with this Tucker Carlson stuff, it really shows you how this country is degraded so much. And then you look at the presidential elections coming up. And one of the stories in the mainstream media was how many of the very rich are getting behind Joe Biden. Think about it. If you don't have a lot of money, then you can't run for office. Look at the clown show that we just had in the midterm elections. You had this woman Abrams over there in Georgia who lost. And the clown, the arrogant little clown of nothing over there in um, Texas, Beto O'Rourke, both running for governor. They lost. And they spent $100 million each to lose. Isn't that great? Democracy. They spelt it wrong in America. It's D-U-H-M-O-C-K-R-A-C-Y. Democracy. Billionaires backed Biden. No money, no chance of getting elected. So what Biden announced last week, he's going to run for office the second time. The mega donors mobilized in a two-day event in Washington with Blackstone and Evercore, the big, the big hedge funds, private equity groups. And Soros's son tweeted, riding with Biden. Oh, Soros, huh? The media mogul that owns the Power Rangers, Sabin. Yep. He'll do all he can to make sure, quote, Biden is reelected for a well-deserved second term. Well-deserved for what? Well-deserved for what? Yep. We're at the beginning of the beginning. It's a marathon, not a sprint. And we are in an enviable position, enviable position, in that we're singularly focused on running and winning in 2024. And all our efforts and resources are really focused on that, said Jeffrey Katzenberg. Yep. Isn't that nice? U.S. elections is nothing more than a billionaire circus. Democracy. Big money rules. The money mob is in full control.
So again, do what you can to support Progressive Radio Network and of course Occupy Peace. Because as I say, when all else fails, they take you to war. And the war's heating up. Videos purport to show Ukraine drone attack on Kremlin. Russia warns of retaliation. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Ukrainian attack on Kremlin. Ukrainian assassination attempt on Putin foiled. Kremlin. Got it? Oh, what are these weapons? So, Kiev, Kiev has, has admit, you know, that they're using American weapons and NATO weapons. And Lloyd Austin, our defense contractor, contractor, uh, Secretary of Defense, defense contractor, actually, because his last job was sitting on the board of directors of Raytheon, the second largest defense contractor in the United States, said that we have American advisors, advisors, isn't that a nice word, advisors, that are um, in Ukraine because the weapons are very sophisticated and they have to show how to use them. Imagine if the headline read, video shows, let's say, Afghan drone attack on U.S., on, on, no, on Washington. So it hit the Kremlin, what if it hit the White House? Oh my God. Dun, da, 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 we're off to war, we're off to war. <clears throat> Imagine striking the White House. Wait, but the Kremlin, that's okay. Not a big deal. It's not news. Yep. So I'm going to tell you a story. <clears throat> this past Sunday... I was out to lunch with someone who's very involved in a lot of different areas. A man that's been around a long time. A lot of different connections. This is Sunday. And we're out to lunch. <clears throat> and he said, you know, they just uh, they're trying to assassinate Putin. And they struck the Kremlin. I said, I didn't see any of that news. He said, I'm telling you, it happened. I said, man, I said, I go to TASS, you know, the Russian news agency, Sputnik, RT. And I didn't see any of it. He said, I'm telling you, they struck the Kremlin. He's telling me this on Sunday. <clears throat> the news came out today that The drone strike hit the Kremlin yesterday. 
So what's going on? This is going to ramp up the war. And again, anybody that thinks that Ukraine's going to beat Russia, you better grow up. Napoleon left Poland with 420,000 troops in 1812 to attack Moscow, came back with 10,000 troops. Operation Barbarossa by Hitler killed some 25 million Russians. The Russians were the first to defeat Germany in World War II. So this is just going to heat the war up. And as I keep saying, when all else fails, they take you to war. You look at Biden's approval rating. It's at an all-time low. Gallup poll found that just 37% of Americans approve his job performance. All right? When he took office, it was around 57%. When all else fails, they take you to war. You know, one of the lines in um, the 1992 election when Bill Clinton was running against Bush and Perot, it's the economy, stupid. And that's where it's at. Seventy-five percent of Americans say the economy is getting worse. They're filling in their pocketbook because you got some seventy percent of the people living paycheck to paycheck. And people are tired of the Biden-Trump race. And so, as I say, and I'm the first one that's been saying it. You go back to my videos on here on, on PRN and the other, all the many videos I've been doing that RFK Jr. to me has the best shot of becoming the next president of the United States. He's almost repeating line for line the foundation of Occupy Peace. To bring the troops home and secure the homeland. Stop our involvement overseas. And for those of the people who say, I don't like him because he's for uh, climate change. Well, he's saying that the climate change is becoming a big hoax that's being pushed by Gates. 
You know, we had the Rage Against the War Machine rally in D.C. back in uh, February. And it was people from all different sides of the political fence. We were united for one cause, peace. And there's no peace candidate out there. And RFK Jr. is the only one talking about it. And it's the economy, stupid. We're spending all this money. $125 billion already sent to Ukraine to keep bloodying the killing fields. I was up in Albany this past Saturday. Or Friday night, I forget which one. Friday or Saturday. And the capital of New York State, the potholes in Albany on the highway, not only on the streets. What a joke. And it's everywhere. Here in Kingston, everywhere you go down the street, boom, 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 boom. Drive down the throughway, boom, 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 As the economy is rotting in front of our eyes, Infrastructure, third world, and all the money going to the war machine. War's a racket, as General Smedley Butler, the most decorated Marine in the history of America at the time, wrote in the 1930s. He details fighting for united fruit down in (laughs) Latin America, on and on. If we don't have peace, this country is going to go to war. They're going to take us there. There's no question about it. Go back to the dot-com bust. A little piece of nothing jerk, little Georgie Bush. The War on Terror. Wasn't that wonderful, the War on Terror? Wasn't that great? And we're still suffering from it. The War on Freedom. All the rights they took away from us. Isn't it fun taking an airline anymore? Get felt up? Go through the radiation? Homeland security. Oh, you've done a great job. You really, I mean, you've secured us so well. I mean, what, 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 nothing's happened since then. What, what's going on here? You haven't gotten anybody. You haven't, no big news about your great successes. But hey, look at all the money you're stealing from us to keep this going. Now, we're, we're, we're in, we are in the worst socioeconomic and geopolitical crisis in modern history. It's in front of our eyes. But it ain't the news. Nope. The headline news yesterday on on CNN was that AOC is not going to run against Gillibrand in the race for the U.S. Senate in New York. 
How about, how about Minnie Mouse isn't going to run against Clarabelle in 2024? Look at the little low life people running our lives. Name the state. You like arrogant Gavin Newsom? How about Whitless Whitmere over there in uh, Michigan? How about the wine over there in Ohio? We had little arrogant Andy Cuomo in New York, but now we got Hochul Berry up there. One jerk after another. Little Lindsey Graham, Mitch McConnell, Chucky Schumer. It's a freak show and a crime syndicate. They're murderers and thieves. You see what just happened with the bank. You know, we wrote about this in detail in your New Trends Journal about uh, J.P. Morgan Chase taking over First Republic. Oh, J.P. Morgan Chase? The biggest bankster group in America? Convicted of five felonies? Including rigging the precious metals market? Yeah. Oh, oh, and the Federal Reserve is going to come $50 billion, by the way, you know, to just make sure this is okay. And now they're becoming bigger. The banking bust has just begun. We are going into the worst socioeconomic and geopolitical crisis in modern history. It's the decline of civilization in front of our eyes. Look at the way the people look. Look what they listen to. Look what the news is. Nothing more than mass stupidity. Nothing more than mass stupidity. I wonder how Johnny Depp is doing. I mean, I've heard about that for how long? And Amber, I never heard of it before. And what was the what was the best? The big news: the best and worst dressed celebs at the twenty twenty three Met Gala. You know, oh, oh wow, wow, that's really interesting. This is, I'm telling you, this, this thing is serious what's going on, and the people don't have a clue. And again, that's why you need to support Progressive Radio Network, because they're giving you a wide variety of information. And of course, think for yourself.
but you're not getting that anywhere else from the mainstream media. So going back to the economy, as we've warned, there's going to be an office building bust. The only ones who said this going back three years ago. You're looking at the vacancy rate, the office vacancy rate, not occupancy rate, vacancy rate in San Francisco and Los Angeles at 30%. You're looking at the office occupancy rate of the 10 largest cities in New York, in, in America, at 49.6%. That's according to Castle Systems. That's Castle with a K. All right, so let's go back to San Francisco and L.A. How you like all the homeless everywhere? Need any fentanyl? You could buy it on the street. How about all the four lease signs up and down the avenues? How about all the businesses that have gone out of business that used to depend on commuters? How about the landlords, the people that own these buildings, the companies, where now they're not, people are not renewing their leases, and if they are, they're taking a lot less space. How about that? Oh, and their loans, they're floating loans, a lot of them, short-term loans. So now with interest rates up, it's costing them more to service their loans as they're getting a lot less money coming in. So what's going to happen with the banking system? Hey, bank, keep the building, man. I can't pay for it. Oh, and the banks have all those treasuries that they had from the money that they had there that they bought when they were yielding next to nothing. So now they got losing yields. How are they going to pay this off? They're not. But don't worry about it. The more banks that fail, the bigger the bigs will get. See, Wells Fargo will get bigger. JP Morgan Chases will get bigger. Your Bank of America will get bigger. They'll all get bigger. That's the new way. Is there going to be a real estate bust for residential? No, we don't see it. Will prices come down? Yeah, they're going to come down. But considering that when they went up some 40% since the COVID war began, yeah, they're going to go down. They're still going to be worth a lot of money. They're not going to go down that much. So the banking crisis 
has just begun. Now, in a couple of hours, by about 2 o'clock, the Federal Reserve is going to announce their decision on raising interest rates. The bet on the street is they're going to raise them 25 basis points. Everybody's expecting that. And by the way, tomorrow, the European Central Bank is going to raise them as well. That they, they announce it tomorrow. The Fed leads the charge. If they come out today and raise interest rates 25 basis points, and then have a message that they believe that inflation's under control, blah, 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 and hint that they're not going to raise them anymore, the equity markets will go up and gold prices will go up. If they hint that they're not finished raising them, the equity markets will go down and gold prices will go down. So that's going to come up in a couple of hours. But long term, we're very positive on gold because they're going to lower interest rates before the presidential reality show kicks in in 2024. They do it all the time. We're going to take a break and we'll be back soon. Hey, great being on Progressive Radio Network. And as I said, do all you can to support Progressive Radio Network because... Progressive Radio Network is doing all they can to support you. And if you have any questions or answers, feel free to call at 888-874-4888-888-874-4888. And don't forget, on May 27th, up here in Kingston, New York, on the four corners of freedom, John and Crown Street, Make America healthy again. Peace and freedom rally. And Gary Null is going to be the top speaker there, giving the information and also about the new video re movie release that he's going to be showing up in Woodstock as well. So do what you can to get here because it does not take a majority to prevail, but rather an irate, tireless minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men, said Samuel Adams. And if we don't set those brush fires of freedom off, we're going to be annihilated in nuclear war, as I see it. We have maniacs in charge. World War II isn't ancient history. Look at the massive destruction. World War I is not ancient history. Look at the massive destructions and count up the millions and millions and millions and tens of millions and scores of millions killed. Matter of fact, you go back to the 1930s, 1940s, where the war began, 1941, in America. December 7th, they bombed Pearl Harbor. 
Think about it. Look what the world looked like in the 1930s. Swing time. People going to ballrooms. Beautifully dressed. Rich and poor. Style. Elegance. Germans were at the height of Western civilization, culturally, scientifically, philosophically, destroyed. Dresden, look what they did, killing all those innocent people. United States and the UK. And where were the people in Germany to stop the destruction of Berlin and all the other cities. You're losing. How about peace? Same thing going on in Ukraine. We're the people. We need peace. Let's talk about, no, we're not going to talk about peace. Peace is not permitted. Again, we wrote about this and been writing about it in the Trends Journal, coming from the United States, coming from NATO. No peace talks. No peace talks. Why? Because we've got a bunch of pieces of crap running and ruining our lives. That's why. We got E from Edgewater. Hey there, E. How's it going down there? It's going all right. You know, never before in the history of mankind has man had to worry about being replaced by machines. And we're right on the doorstep of that now. But we're going to keep talking about gold that hasn't done really nothing in like 12 years. That could have been 12 years saved talking about something important instead of something that just staying the same for 12 years. I sold it 12 years ago at 1780 something, and now what is 2000? That was a big uh, houses have gone up hundreds of thousands of dollars. You know, that's where the money really is in real estate, but we're talking yep. about gold. Anyway, machines are taking over. We're living in a fairy tale land of uh, the Wizard of Oz and uh, Tooth Fairy, Santa Claus, Easter Bunnies. They gave us a real good conditioning when we were born in the 50s and the 60s and the 40s. And, uh, you know, we lived in a little fantasy world and we can't seem to get out of it. So we talk about history like it's all real and, you know, it's so fierce and bombs bursting in air and Betsy Ross made the flag and uh, Paul Revere made the ride. They have all these stories. How come they didn't have all these stories for Vietnam? Because that was a different purpose. That was to get people to go to college in large numbers so they can make college mandatory so we could all go into debt and the rich people can laugh at us all the way to the bank. I'm sick okay. of it, Joe. All right, listen, I, I hear everything that you're saying. It's a fantasy world. All right, look, we all know this. So I'm trying to do something, as Gary Null and others, and that's why we're having these rallies, and we need to unite the people. And there, once upon a time, there was a renaissance, and once upon a time, there was peace on earth. We know about how bad it was and why it got that bad. So there's nothing new. So we're trying to reverse it. So either do nothing or try to do something. So I got a lot Gerald, of calls here. Thanks a lot, E. 
Uh, we got Gerald. we got uh, brother David from Brooklyn. All right. Bye. Bye bye. Hello. Is David there? Buying gold. So uh, I just I know you don't give uh, advice about uh, finance, but I'd like to know uh, what's the safe way of buying and selling gold, and in what form are you talking about? Coins or whatever you? Uh, I would appreciate you saying uh, a good way of buying gold and selling it safely. Well, you could, there, there are a number of firms where you could buy it from. And uh, you go do your research and find the best one. It's very easy to do. And you could buy, you buy coins. And when you need to sell it, you sell it back to them. And again, to me, again, I don't give financial advice. To me, it's a safe haven asset. And as, yes. as uh, E mentioned, yeah, he, you know, 12 years ago it was $1,700. And now... It's, um, you know, it's only at, uh, you know, a little over $2,000 an ounce. But again, you know, real estate is a different kind of investment, and that's another way of looking at it. So it's not that you put all your money into one place. But again, to me, when you're going through these geopolitical and socioeconomic crisis like we're doing now, gold, to me, is number one. And you don't have to believe me. Ask the central banks. They bought more gold last year than they ever have. And in the first quarter of this year, they're breaking a new record. So the central banks know how bad it is. And so that's the way I see it. And All right. Thank that, you very much. And, and now here's the other thing. When they start lowering interest rates... It's going to be the beginning of the end of the dollar. It's not going to die automatically, but the dollar is going to keep getting weaker and weaker. The weaker the dollar gets, the higher the other currencies go. And gold is priced in dollars. So the stronger the other currencies go, the more gold they buy up because they got the money to do it. And the dollar, strong dollar means weak gold. Weak dollar equals strong gold. So that's the way we see it now. We got Reggie from Brooklyn. It's a Brooklyn day. Hello there, Reggie. Okay. Can you hear me? Hello. I, I got you. Okay, hi. Uh, I'm I'm a longtime admirer, listener, and on on YouTube, you're you're fantastic. I'm curious. I'm I am a jazz musician. Um, uh, what would I have to do to contact your organization in order to um to play in um one of these one of these events? Um, uh, I've I've been really hit hard. Uh, with the lockdowns, all of us live musicians have, and I'm cur curious about playing in one of these rallies. I actually played with another group in Kingston about two, three months ago, so I'm curious. How would I contact you? 
just go to go to my go to trendsjournal.com trendsjournal.com and hit contact okay it's right there all right there's a lot of musicians um that are aware of you and admire your work. And um, I like Kingston. I actually played up there at the beginning of the year. Uh, we played at Tilda's Kitchen. Um, so um, I will contact you. And uh, Oh, yeah, please do. That would be great. That would be great. What kind know, of jazz do you play? Oh, uh, this is swinging jazz. It would be, it would be a trio. Um, oh, and, um, you know, it, it's, it's swinging music. We All right. potentially could have a, a vocalist as well, because it's kind of now, kind, there are a lot of musicians that listen to PRN.live, but there is a heavy level of censorship in the music community across genre as to when you start getting into subjects that you and Gary and some of the others talk about. So um, outside of Roger Waters, um, it's a controversial thing now. You know, it's like everything has reversed itself now. The musicians now are basically scared because of the uh, the lockdown and how the funding has changed. You know, we the big gigs now are working for um, nonprofits and foundations and stuff that's sponsored by different things like that that are locked into. Uh, quote the system so it's it's like a totally different environment post-pandemic but um you're doing the right thing you're doing the right thing and as we get further into the year more and more uh people in the the lower half of the music industry will start to come out and want to participate yeah you know i'm, I'm i i had met um van morrison uh, he wanted oh, to meet him down at, I met him down at the uh, Forest Hills Stadium, and I'm trying to get him up here too. And it would be get, great to get Roger Waters. But like you said, you know, once upon a time, you know, the, uh, the the musicians were the ones that were anti-government, anti-establishment, and they were the ones that condemned people for not getting the COVID jab. The, the Crosby Stills, the Nashes and the Youngs and how how much they they really supported the mainstream. It's just so sad. And the reason, you know, I'm I'm forty I'm born in forty six, so you know, I was at the height of the Vietnam era. The reason why there were so many protests going on was because of the draft. Right. You got it. And and now that they weren't getting drafted there's no more protests. It's as simple as that. And by the way, Reggie, I, I, music is one of my great passions. And one of my favorites that most people don't know anything about is the, um, the jump bands when they breaking down oh. the bands after World War II, when inflation yeah. skyrocketed and you couldn't put 18 cats on the road anymore. And it's the beginning of rock and roll, but people never heard of Winoni Harris or Smiley Lewis or Red Price Sock or any of those cats. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. I love that stuff. It was it was a riot. All they're talking about is uh, having a good time in any way they can. So yeah, Reggie, please contact me and uh, we'll be in touch. Thanks so oh, much. Oh, such a pleasure. Keep up the good work, sir. You're doing the Lord's work. Thank you.
And we got Reggie uh, from Brooklyn. Now we got Rudy from Montreal. Hello there, Rudy, up in Montreal. Hello, uh, hello, Gerald. Uh, two thoughts here. The first thought is, why wouldn't it be a good idea for a massive uh, decline in the military expenditures? Why, uh, why do they have to keep creating, uh, uh, demonizing uh, other countries' uh, systems and um, uh, governance? Wouldn't it be better to um, just pass, uh, instead of eight, spending more than eight, uh, eight other countries uh, spend on the military, why not just uh, start subsidizing the people? There are vast changes that are taking place now, especially with artificial intelligence, and uh, people have to be massively retrained uh, to be able to uh, compete in this coming world. And uh, spending it on uh, the military and the spy agencies uh, would drastically uh, decrease because there would be a, a base salary for uh, adults. I mean, they, they're subsidizing these things anyways. Well, why not subsidize the people? And the other thing in the elections, why not subsidize people? Give them $200 vouchers for any candidate that they want of their choice. And, I mean, the people are paying for these elections anyways. You hear these corporations giving a billion Hundred million. Why not turn the situation around? No corporation should uh, give any money as corporations. They would give it the two hundred dollars to the people. They could subsidize any and all uh, candidates that they want. And this way, there wouldn't have to be any more wars or threats of wars because the money be, would be circulating for the ordinary people. Well, these are great points, but let's, with the, let's go to the elections. The Supreme Court ruled, I forget, I think it was like 2010, that uh, you could donate, you know, you, 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 the donations could keep coming in from the outside. And, you know, it's a crime syndicate. Like I said, it's not a government. And on the, on the war front, I mean, it's very simple. Peace is much more profitable than war. But we're spending, when you really put the numbers together, when you, the so-called intelligence, and to call it an intelligence agency is an oxymoron because there's nothing intelligent about them. When you put that into the defense budget, you're looking at it over a trillion dollars a year. So imagine, imagine if we spent a trillion dollars a year in developing the nation, rebuilding the infrastructure. Exactly. Yeah, but there, again, look at the people that are running and ruining our lives. You're up there in, 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 um, in Canada. Look at the little daddy's girl you got up there, uh, Trudeau. The little clown that came out what, last week that said... He didn't force people to get vaccinated, right? Uh, he believed. He believed the bull, the uh, the voodoo science, and he believed uh, the witch doctors coming up with this garbage 
that is safe and effective. He believed them. I know, but he came out and, and he lied again. Himself. That he didn't do it. He just said that. He didn't. Okay. He didn't force anybody. He had no, no, no jab, no job. It was all over there, Canada and all over here. I'm saying it's in every country. We got little freaks running and ruining our lives. And unless it changes, and again, we're doing yeah. what we can. You know, I'm, I, you know. Listen, when, listen I put, let me, when I put on these these rallies, Rudy. Sure. It isn't for me. This doesn't enrich me. It costs me a lot of money to do. I agree. People think they're doing me a favor. You're not doing me a favor. I can't sleep at nights trying, will this happen? Will that happen? How am I going to make that happen? Can I make this happen? Where's the support that I'm getting? Again, $100 million from a, giving a little clown like Beto O'Rourke and a, a big mouth like Abrams over there in Georgia, $100 million to run for governor to lose. Hey, how about $100 million for Occupy Peace? Shut the exactly. hell up, Salenti. Exactly. What's but wrong why, with you? Why should why we give you is a that ter- Why peace? is that, Gerald? Why, why are sporting events more attractive to people than actually their well-being, their, their livelihoods, their future, the country? The, a piece of cloth, colored cloth, attracts people to go and kill other people. Why is that? Because, you know, my father may rest in peace. If, he, if you just said to him what you just said, he'd say to me, son, take it easy. People have little minds. And again, what we have to do is we have to unite those irate, tireless minority keen on setting brush fires of freedom in the minds of men. I mentioned about, you mentioned about um, sports. You look at the tax breaks and the deals that, that state after state, including New York now, gives to these people that are gonna build stadiums. Look at the tax breaks and the money they steal from us to give to their buddies for stadiums. Everybody knows, yeah, everybody, the people know, you know, they could tell you the batting average of every baseball player. You know, I mean, it's, they who, football players, they, all of this stuff, they know all that, but they don't have a clue about the hard economic data. And, and again, you're looking now at one of the stories we have uh, in the Trends Journal about how now the clown that's the, uh, the governor of New York is giving all of these great tax breaks to the movie studios that do shooting all over America, uh, all over New York State, while half the New York City households are unable to afford to live there. Again, this is the article we have in this week's Trends Journal. Fascism, lights, camera, tax incentives for movie makers. And it goes on to say- Fantasy land. Yep, 
Fascism, according to Mussolini, is the merger of state and corporate powers. Welcome to America. Kathy Hochul, a nobody that anybody heard of, who was lieutenant governor that became governor of New York after Andrew Cuomo was thrown out, is stealing more taxpayers' money to enrich the rich. It was announced last week that she wants to throw a record amount of tax incentives to TV and movie producers to film in the state, raising questions about the wisdom of using tax dollars in the effort and her close relationship with individuals will stand to benefit. It goes on to say that that 70 percent that would put taxpayers on the hook for up to seven point seven billion dollars. Isn't that great? Isn't that great? Stealing our money to give to the, to give to these clowns. Oh, they're celebrities. You're just a piece of crap. They're celebrities. So that's it. And again, if, if you don't help us, you're not helping yourself. It's as simple as that. Gerald. So please, everybody, try to come here on on May 27th, 1 p.m. at Crown and John Street, in Kingston, New York, at the Four Corners of Freedom. The seeds of democracy were sown here. Gary Null is going to be leading this rally to make America healthy again. We are going down the crapper in front of our eyes. You got to be deaf, dumb, and blind not to see how bad it is. And we can change it if we unite. If we don't, I'm tired of people calling and complaining, complaining. What are you doing? What are you doing to change it? You know, you know how much a Trends Journal costs a week, by the way? $2.86. That's a lousy cup of coffee at some joint. And we're giving people that they can't get anywhere else in the world. Nothing comes close to it. This week's magazine, Rudy, 177 pages, no ads. Oh, I can't read 177. Of course you can't. Read what you want. You want to read about geopolitics? You want to read about economics? You can read about what you want. So again, OccupyPeace.com, OccupyPeace.com. We are on the verge of nuclear annihilation. Again, they just struck the Kremlin. Imagine if they struck the White House. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Dun, da, da, da. I'm a Yankee doodle dandy. A Yankee doodle do or die. You got it? And that's where they're taking us. When all else fails, they take you to war. And we're failing economically, socially, and spiritually. And we're doing everything we can to bring it back. So thank you, everybody, for tuning in. See you in two weeks and see you in Kingston. Thanks for tuning in.